0: Hey, it's me, your favorite neighborhood lesbian, just dropping by to let you know that today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by you, the patrons on Patreon and anybody else supporting this podcast. If you're not a patron, you can become one for as little as $3 a month and get early access to episodes and vlogs that I drop. You can also be involved in exclusive live streams for patrons only and many other giveaways that I'm in the process of planning on doing so if you want to become a patron click the link in the description below and uh help support this podcast and the show and to all the current patrons thank you so much for the support i love you all very much i hope you enjoy this episode well hello i don't even know okay it's a lot going on right now and uh if you're watching this then you're watching the episode um after the tiktok about um my parents and how they feel about me trying to w- do whatever on social media and um it's been a weird couple of days i've been in this very emotional place <clears throat> um for multiple reasons personal reasons and clearly reasons that you guys know about and I kind of wanted to touch on that and kind of just go into how I'm feeling and possibly my niece Sophia may call me in the midst of in the midst of this um uh podcast episode because she's five my nieces are five years old they're twins and they just learned how to call and text on their iPad. So literally they've called me about 30 times today. I'm not, there's no joke here. Like literally they've FaceTimed me about 30, 40 times today. Um, so that may be fun if she dials in. I hooked up my phone to my mixer just in case she dials in because she says some funny stuff. Um, but either way, if that doesn't happen, I kind of wanted to touch on, where I've been at emotionally. And it's... Um, this is a ride. Uh, at the end of the day, this is a journey. A roller coaster ride. There are going to be off days. There are going to be great days. There are going to be weeks where I'm feeling like I'm on top of the fucking world. And then there are going to be weeks or days where I feel like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know what I'm saying? Um, and yesterday was one of those days where I woke up fired up. Like completely completely fired up and then the momentum kind of just dissipated over time certain things happened my mother made the comment that she made um i was showing her the episode of uh with jane epstein which by now you've seen if you're watching this it's out you can go check it out episode 26 um and I was showing her that, and I was like, you know, her story of sexual abuse is unique in that she still keeps in contact with, um, with her brother who it happened with. And we were talking about that, and I was like, Jane's a great person. You know, like, she's very encouraging. She's encouraged me. She's given me words of encouragement. Um, you know, she's she's said these, these wonderful things that motivate me and, uh, and make me want to keep going. And my mother was like, well, you know, I do feel like you have a gift, but I feel like this isn't it. Um, I feel like you need to go to school and become a psychologist or something like that and um, connect with people that way. She's like, I feel like you do have a gift connecting with people, but I feel like it's going to come from school. Because she's old school, so she doesn't see the path or she doesn't see the way. Uh, from from all of this, you know, to to her social media, which it can be is very fickle. But if you play your cards right, it doesn't have to be fickle. Um, and if you keep pushing at it and keep pushing at it, it doesn't have to be fickle or it doesn't have to die down. You can make a living from it. You know, they say you need a thousand true fans, your true fans who are people that will back you no matter what you put a piece of merchandise out they're the first ones buying it they buy they will buy any single thing that you put out any product that you put out whatever it is they'll support you no matter what if you have a thousand true fans you can make a living um you know from that and um you know i feel like i'm on my way there uh, but either way she doesn't see i guess the sustainability of of social media and how it can be sustainable and so she and I get where it comes from but when you're fired up and you're like trying to tell your parent that there is a perfectly good stranger basically that has only spoken to you a, a, a handful of times that can see something in you uh, enough to tell you to never stop and never stop moving and and when there are people reaching out to you, telling you you're you're changing their lives by posting these episodes and talking about tough subjects and 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 bringing out things in people that uh, have been maybe um, um, repressed for years or whatever it is, you kind of want your parents to just soak that. You just want to soak it in. You just want to be able to bask in that moment that if nothing else yeah okay i'm not making uh, a livable fucking wage yet i mean i'm i'm doing well and i'm proud of myself in such a short time that i'm able to uh, have been gotten where i am you know but obviously i can't buy a house with the podcast yet you know what i mean but if nothing else i'm helping people and and Selflessly, that is the, I didn't create a podcast. I didn't start doing this to make a living. I started doing this to be relatable and to give some somebody out there, sorry, I just ate, um, to give somebody out there hope that you can overcome and you can, at any age, chase your dreams and live true to yourself and own your traumas and own your dreams no matter how stupid people think they are how crazy people think you are in doing that that's 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 what I want to portray that's what I've always wanted to portray you know like I have visions of of kind of, of of just you know being on a stage talking like this with people, like motivating people to just be better for themselves. And I feel like when we are better for ourselves, we're better for humanity. You know, that's the goal of the podcast. It's never, it's never, it's never the plus is making the living. The goal, the end goal is to create something that is worthwhile to somebody else, to create something that is inspirational and motivational, and something a, a, a safe place, a safe haven, virtually that somebody can go to and 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 be saved in some way. You know, um, I'm not out here trying to save everybody's lives. I know I'm not Superman. I'm not a therapist. I know that's not my responsibility. But if I could inspire somebody to, at the very least, be self-accountable um, enough to go seek help if they're if they're in need of help, or to go live their dreams if they're on the precipice of of something, if I could be that catalyst, that's the goal. You know what I mean? I want this podcast to be that catalyst that sparks something inside somebody else because I know that I have those people that I look up to on social media, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, Lewis Howes, um, uh, Tim Ferriss, uh, Joe Rogan. Those are people that I look up to and I think I want to live like them. I want to do what they do um, and emulate what they're doing. Um, people who've inspired me, uh, you know, just just anybody that's overcome some shit you know what I'm saying and built something from nothing to me is just it's fascinating so I know that when I was in my deepest darkest place those people watching those people were were what kind of helped me and gave me hope and inspired me to start my first YouTube channel which now has 50,000 subscribers that I don't use anymore but you know Those were the people that kind of spoke to me. And so I want to be that for somebody else. I want to speak to somebody else through this platform and through TikTok and through even Instagram, you know, and kind of give my story like, hey, I'm multifaceted. There's more to me than just being a lesbian on TikTok, making funny jokes, wearing Bob Ross wigs. Yes, I love doing that and I love the escapism and I love giving people an escape and a reason to smile that's what I live for but I also want to show people that you can be that but also be human at the same time that's the goal of this podcast right and so if nothing else that is what I want to do while at the same time Making a sustainable living from that. My, I know my parents don't get that. My, 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 my parents grew up in a different time. They didn't grow up in social media era, you know? Um, first 11 years of my life weren't the social media era for me or even longer. I, you know, social media didn't really start popping off, popping off until Facebook and I was like 17 when Facebook came out. So, for the first 17 years of my life, social media didn't exist. Becoming an influencer or becoming a social media presence—the fuck—that didn't, you know. You okay? People got popular on MySpace, like, you know, but it that fizzled out. You know what I'm saying? So things—it wasn't—it wasn't what it is today. It wasn't a sustainable business for anybody but now you see people who have built platforms uh to the umpteenth degree and that's what I want to do and with that I want to spread a positive message an inspiring message you know uh but the goal is the inspiring message and the plus to creating that is living making a livable wage you know what I mean uh and so I don't fault my parents for not getting it. I don't fault anybody over the age of fucking 50, even 40 for not getting it. You know what I mean? I don't fault you because y'all grew up in a different time. I just know what I have inside of me and I'll never not know that, but it still doesn't, it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry. I went off on a tangent, but. What happened was I was showing her a clip, a little snippet. I was editing the, the the episode with Jane Epstein, and I was showing her a clip, and we were talking. And then I said, "You know, whatever." And she said, "You know, I don't. I I think you are gifted, but I don't think this is your gift. I think, um, I think your gift needs to be f- come from a degree. You have to get a degree and kind of talk to people that way and." Um, Use your degree to help people and this and that. She goes, to be honest, I don't see this podcast going anywhere. Um, I think it's going to fizzle out, you know. And I think she just meant like notoriety, popularity is going to, f- you know, it's going to fizzle out. And it may. Who knows? Who knows, right? Um, I'm going to do whatever I fucking possibly can to make sure that it doesn't. I don't feel that you know what I mean? Like in the depths of my soul, when I think of this, I feel like it's only gonna, it's an uphill climb. I don't feel as though, I don't feel as though there's going to be a moment where it's going to drop off. I actually feel the opposite. Like there's going to be a moment where it's going to take off, you know? Um, Or maybe it just won't take off. Maybe it'll be a slow build, but I feel like it's as long as I keep working at it and I put that energy into it, then that's what it's going to be. Whatever I put into it is what it's going to be. You know, if I keep at it and whatever, slowly but surely, something's going to, you know, something's going to hit. Um, it's bound to. And I don't know what it is yet, but you know, you're watching, like basically, you're watching it unfold uh, as I'm showing you it. You know what I mean? Um, But that kind of hurt because it's like not that she has any knowledge when it comes to podcasting or anything like that. It's not like she's a fucking producer and she's looking at it and saying like, well, I don't think it's going to work out, you know, like or she's a fucking it's not like she's a label executive and she's looking at me. and I'm trying to get a record deal and she's like, "Mm, you know, I don't think I don't think you're ever going to pop. She's got no skin in the game. Um, and that's, again, that's no shade to her, um, but she doesn't see it because she doesn't see it. It's not that she doesn't see, see it because she doesn't um, see my gift or, or, or whatever, you know. Um, I think she sees my gifts. She just doesn't want me to use them in this way. So that happened, and I kind of just shrugged her off. Uh, and went on with my day. I was still fired up after it, after that whole conversation. Um, I was still very much so fine with what she had said. I was like, well, that's her opinion. It is what it is. It's not going to stop me. Um, and then I guess a couple hours went by and my mother was, um, Zoom calling her therapist. You know, she had a therapy appointment and I heard overheard her I was still editing it took me a couple hours to fucking like buffer this fucking interview from yesterday I don't know my computer was acting up um and I heard her again talking to her therapist about me but basically like what what kind of got to me and what pissed me off was you know she was like oh you know when I was when I was her age, when I was 31, I had, I was on to my second kid already. And like, I had a house and I was married and this and that. It's like, you're basically just saying the same shit that my aunt said on Facebook, but in a nicer way, like basically that I don't have my life together and that I should be here, but I'm here, you know? And it's like, yeah, I may not, I don't have a house. I don't have kids. I'm not married yet. Um, I'm still trying to figure things out, but why are you putting a timeline on it? You know, and she was just like basically, basically talking to the therapist as if I'm I'm like wasting my talents. She's like, oh, you know, my daughter. She was in nursing school. Everything she touches, she's brilliant at. You know, she's a 4.0 GPA student. Um, she's a brilliant human being, and um, you know, I just don't under like like basically saying like she just hold on, I gotta fix this light. Like basically saying like. Oh, that's way too much light now. Basically, like, oh, I just don't understand. I just don't understand why she's not doing anything with her life. You know, everything this ki- this person touches turns to gold. And, like, you know, she never has to open a book in order to get A's in school. And it just so comes so naturally and easy for her. I don't understand why she's not choosing to, you know, just uh do this you know what I mean um and so it's like it's it's disheartening because it's like you see you see my gifts right but like just because just because I'm brilliant and, and this is in her words you know what I mean like I wouldn't necessarily call myself a brilliant human being I just I'm a geek I love to learn new things I love to learn about shit uh, And I think, again, in anything in life, what you put in is what you get back. That's the law of attraction. That is the way the energy of the universe works. You know, if you put in the effort to learn something and you are willing and able to learn something, you're going to learn it. If you're not interested in it, you're not going to pay attention. You're not going to want to learn it. You're not going to learn it. You're not going to retain anything. You know what I mean? If you continually, it's like anything in life. If you're taking a fucking algebra course and you tell yourself, well, I was never good at math, you know, so there's no sense in even paying attention because I'm just never going to get it because I suck at math. Well, then you're going to go into it with that mind state thinking that way. And that's the energy you're putting into it. And you're not going to fucking retain anything because you already have this preconceived notion that you're not meant to retain anything. We are self-fulfilling prophecies. That's what we are. And when and and the reason why, and again, I'm using her words not to sound like a cocky fuck, but the reason why everything I do turns to oh oh that's my niece again. The reason why I'm, I hate I hate ignoring their calls, but they do incessantly call me. So um, the reason why um, everything I do turns, everything I touch turns to gold, is because whenever I, whenever I set out to do something, I'm not setting out to half-ass it. You know what I mean? I'm not setting out to, to, to do anything other than succeed. And if that's my goal in life, that's what I'm going to achieve. You know, if I'm setting out a goal, look, I set out a goal to lose weight, to lose 40 fucking pounds. I did it. You know what I mean? Because that was the goal that was, and I was, I'm, I'm, I will do, I will stop at nothing to achieve my goal. That's, I've just, my mother doesn't understand that anybody can be that way. Um, and I think there's a piece of her that may look at me and feel like, like, why couldn't I? You know what I mean? Um, why couldn't I just open a book, not open a book and get fucking be an A student or whatever? You know what I mean? But, the reality is that anybody can you have to you have to want it in the mind first you know and and that's something I've always understood from a young age because I'm a very old soul so I've always been that different kid that that kid that you know connected with adults on a weird level I remember there was a neighbor across the street who had like weird issues and stuff and everybody stayed away from her and I just remember like one day connecting with this woman I don't even remember her name um and she was like the crazy lady on the block and I I was like 10 you know and I was a sick kid I had pseudotumor cerebri, so like I couldn't really play with the other kids so I would like sit on my stoop and all the kids were playing and she saw me and she came over and like we started talking about spiritual stuff like I was 10 years old you know and I remember this woman looking at me thinking like like saying like wow like you're an incredible kid you know you have you you're you have a lot of um qualities about you that are adult like and like that was just a one off situation, but that's how I've always been. So I've always I've always been in this understanding that um, from within that what you fucking put out there is what you're going to get back if you're constantly. motherfucker I can't deal with people who complain. I love this podcast because. People are telling their stories, but they're not complaining. There's a difference. There's a difference between telling your fucking story and your truth, which we must own and 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 live up to, and uh and and make ours, you know. But then complaining, the complaining, I I have no tolerance for it. No tolerance. That's just who I've always been because I know complaining doesn't get you anywhere. You can vent. If somebody, like, you know, but, like, complaining about things that have happened to you in the past, you know, like, um, oh, well, you know, uh, it, it, I'm, I'm fucked up and I can't do this because my stepmother was an alcoholic that abused me. Like, no, I was abused by my stepmother, my alcoholic stepmother, and... I never use it as a crutch or complain about it as a crutch. I tell my story. I know I'm fucked up from it in certain ways. I know that it's made me who I am. Uh, It's made me a very avoidant human being because when I was younger and I had no protection from my father, when she was doing the things that she was doing, I would sit and avoid and hide. So now as an adult, that's what I do, but I'm working toward it. I don't use it as an excuse. I own it and I try to fix it. There's a difference. There's a difference, right? Um, And so I've always known that. I've always innately had that knowledge, even at a very young age. And I know with this and anything else that I've done in life, whatever the fuck it is, if I set a goal to do something, just do it, I'm going to fucking do it you know, um, until I don't want to do it anymore. And then I'm not going to do it. And then I'm going to go on to something else. That's just who I am. My mother doesn't understand that. Um, And so she looks at me as if I'm this gifted, whatever, that I'm wasting my talents. And it's like, no, the only ability that I have, it's not, I don't have a mathematical or scientific ability. I have an ability to achieve whatever the fuck it is that I put my energy into as does every single other person out there if you're watching this you have that fucking ability too it's not nobody is nobody is anything special Justin Timberlake is my idol I love him I think he's so fucking talented but talent only takes you so so many places there are plenty of fucking talented people out there And dare I say, there are more people out there who are more talented than Justin Timberlake that haven't made it. Justin Timberlake is in the place that he's in in right now because he set out to be in that place. That's the difference. That is the fucking only difference. We all have that. He's nothing special. I'm nothing special. You know, Um, I know that I have an ability to... Uh, speak to people. That that is one of my shticks. That's one of my things is being able to connect with people, um, and go in within. And I've always been able to do that. My friends make fun of me for it. You know how many how many times I've flown to fucking Arizona, five hour flight, and made friends. You know, connected with people. How many times have I flown to fucking Florida and literally became friends with the the flight attendants? So much so that like we're still friends on Facebook to this day from a one off conversation. That's just who I am. Make everybody my family when I come into contact with them, or at the very least make them feel like that. And I feel as though I have an ability to find common ground with anybody, and I love that, and I fucking live for that. And that's why I'm here, you know? And so it can be a little jarring or, or it can shake up your day a little bit when you hear the one person that you just, or the, the two people that you just want to be proud of you and understand and see the gift within you. Um, you just want them to see that. And you, you don't, to me it was like... uh like i'm not gonna lie i spent yesterday like internally feeling sorry for myself like why like what was me you know we have those days um i don't i don't take residency there i don't ever ever you know uh um buy land in that mind state ever you know uh because I know it's just it doesn't do anything. What the fuck is it going to do? What, what what what's the benefit from what was me? There is no fucking benefit. You can have your day. You know, you can have your few hours. And then it's back to grind central. You know what I'm saying? Whatever it is that you're out there trying to do. So yeah, yesterday I had that woe is me moment where I was like, fuck man, I have all of these people, these thousands of people, 200,000 damn near on TikTok who see something in me enough to follow me. And a lot of them comment every single day that I'm a light, that I'm this, that I have a gift, that, 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 that there's something about me, and and I'm genuine, and they can see my soul. I don't know how, but like these people, and like that's the best compliment that I can get, and I get this compliment from these essentially strangers, and I hate even saying strangers because I don't feel like y'all are strangers you know I feel like you guys are my friends but like essentially yeah strangers that I've never met before see this and here are these two people that birthed me that created me that it feels like why don't they see it you know what I mean why can't they see what these people who don't know me see um and that was something that i was like that was the idea the, the the mindset that i was struggling with yesterday and it really really when i made that tiktok i had just been crying for multiple reasons um you know it was just it was just one of those days where the the emotional shit just continued to pile on and pile on and you know whatever and i got some bad news about uh, some shit that i was you know i felt conflicted about and it kind of fucked me up a little bit and That was another thing. So it was just everything all at once. And I just kind of lost it for a moment and started crying um, and released it, you know. Um, And today is kind of like the recovery day. It's been a little, um, uh, you know, I've felt that lump in my throat a few times. But, you know, I literally laid in my bed, meditated, and... um, I got into this, like, fucking euphoric state of meditation, like, euphoria, seriously. Like, literally, I, I don't think I've ever felt that euphoric before in my entire life. Um, And then I just remembered to center and remember what I have in my life to be grateful for, you know? Um and focus on that because whatever you focus your energy on, you become. So if you continue to focus your energy on the lack thereof, you will only see more lack. If you continue to focus your energy on the things that make your heart smile, you will you you will have more of that. You'll have more smiling moments, more moments where you're able to appreciate uh, things that life has to offer, and so, I gotta say, like, my nieces don't understand the capacity of savior that they've been in my life, you know, like, just like, they, they, I'm telling you, they started, I probably have, like, 17 missed calls just, like, sitting here for the last 30 minutes, um, Let's see how many how many missed calls do I have? I don't know. We might let's call them. I might call one of them right now and you guys can hear the conversation. But like just that, you know? Like like my nieces don't care how much money I have to spend on them for Christmas or their birthdays. They just love the fact that I have a cell phone and they can call me off the hook and they know that Zia will always answer. You know, Um, let's call, let's see. Oh, my niece Ariana called me. Let's call call her back. This is kind of all over the place, but I apologize.
1: Why are you calling
0: me? Whoa, what was that about? Can you hear me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't you tell you before?
0: I wanted to tell you that I love you. That's why you called? <laughs> yeah, why? I can't call you just to tell you that I love you? Yeah, yeah. Before you do it,
1: you tell me if you've
0: you been to tell me I love you, but my pewter died. Oh, is that what happened? That's why you hung up on me before? Yeah, my pewter died. Y- your pewter died? Yeah. Well, that's kind of upsetting. Hello? What are you guys doing?
1: Sophie almost hung up on you.
0: She almost... Why?
1: Because I don't know why.
0: <laughs> are you busy? What I are you... Read... What? I
1: don't read mine. Sophie, stop it. You can't hang up.
0: She's trying to hang up on me? Why? Am I bothering you?
1: No. No, she You're not bothering us.
0: She's just being funny?
1: No. <laughs> Sophie! <laughs> Don't worry, Zia. I'll call you when Sophie's still asleep because Sophie doesn't sleep.
0: Okay. you going to call me when Sophie goes to sleep? Yeah. Okay, I'll be here. Wait. Hello?
1: Okay. Can we hang up?
0: You can hang up. I, I love you. Hello? Tell me they, ho- they hung... up on me. Wow. Wow. See how the tables turn now? I call them and they're, they're like, why are you calling? Meanwhile, they've been calling me nonstop off the hook all day today. But <laughs> that is... That's it, you know? Like, just that alone. Them calling me like that just reminds me, you know, that... that I have little ones in my life that look up to me and love me, that bring joy into my life, that are innocent little beings that haven't been tainted by the bullshit in life. Um, and, the, you know, whatever. I have people who are in my corner who do believe in me. And, and my mother and father do believe in me. They just want what's best for me. And, and I feel like the lesson there's always a lesson I feel like the lesson in it is that it's okay it's okay to feel your feelings it's okay to feel what you're feeling if you're having an off day it's not okay to live there it's not okay to make that off day an excuse to quit um I'll never quit I'm never going to quit this, even if, you know, I got to get a fucking part time job or be an Uber driver on the side to make some money and whatever and take one class at a time and not overload my schedule. Whatever it is I have to do, I'm not quitting. I'm not going to stop until I get to where I'm trying to get to, you know, but the moral is the moral of the story is. It's okay to have shit days. Um, it's imperative in those shit days to take a step back, breathe, meditate. Go. I went to Barnes & Noble today. I bought a book because I realized I have to be more organized. So I bought a book uh, that helps with goal setting and task. It's task oriented and I can write down you know, what tasks I need to do for what days or whatever. And I bought a book that kind of just stuck stuck out to me. it's um the thirteen the thirteen habits of um mentally weak people or something like that like uh the thirteen habits that mentally strong people don't have or something like that one of them is people pleasing so like i read i read through and i'm like i need I need this book. this book is definitely calling out to me so like that was me kind of trying to get back on track for myself, be productive in some sort of way, reassess, reanalyze. That's what this is. That's what this is turning out to be. It's just a lot of a lot of assessment. (laughs) It's hard, you know, Um, because normally when people are uh you know when you work for somebody else that other somebody whoever it is the ceo the president is the one that structures everything when you are the ceo or the president you're the one who has to structure everything and i don't know if you guys know this but i'm not a very structured human being so this is a learning curve for me um but the lesson that i had to learn is that it's okay it's okay if people have differing opinions, and if those people are your parents, it's totally okay for them to feel that way. Um, what's not okay is to take those opinions and make those opinions gospel, um, and, and make those opinions what you base your life on, you know, I don't give a fuck who disagrees with me. I really don't. I don't give a fuck. I've seen it happen so many times, where you know, uh, people start where I'm starting with, and you know what? I'm starting further ahead than most people who are successful, really successful, started. I'm start. I have an advantage. I have already have a platform built that now I can cross pollinate to this platform for anybody who's interested. You know what I mean? So. I'm starting with an advantage and I'm trying to utilize that advantage, you know, um, and I've seen it happen where people, you know, I, I've there was this guy that I followed. I don't even know how I started following him. He had a podcast um, and he had very he maybe had a thousand subscribers on his YouTube channel that he built over like the course of a year or two. Um, his viewership was decent in, in comparison to his following and stuff like that. And, um, he kept at it. He was an Uber driver for fucking two years living in LA. He grinded his ass off during the day or whatever, however many days of the week he grinded so that he could make a living. Uh, and, and extra money to pay rent and whatever. And then he focused on his podcast as the main thing. And did his podcast blow up? No, it didn't. His podcast didn't blow up. But he eventually landed himself a job as podcast director for a bigger company. So now he's making a salary doing something that he loved that two years prior, three years prior when he started with nothing, people were looking at him like it was just a hobby. You know, it was just something fun to do. And now he's making a living off of it. And to me, that's success in and of itself, you know? If 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 that were to happen to me tomorrow where, you know, my favorite uh I don't know, fucking pop um uh uh what's the what's the What's the word I'm looking for? Pop culture. My favorite like pop culture brand or magazine or whatever reached out to me tomorrow and they were like, Hey, we would love for you to come work with us, work for us, whatever. That wouldn't be a fail for me, you know? So it's like as long as you keep at it and keep doing what it is that fires you up, something's going to come of it. Something. It may not be complete and utter stardom. It may be, you know, it's that phrase like, um, I forget how the quote goes, but like, you know, reach for the reach for the stars because if you never don't make it to the stars, at the very least you'll make it to the moon or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, go for it, and that's what I'm doing, um, and 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 as I'm talking this out with myself, basically on this fucking camera screen, um, I'm realizing that that in and of itself is inspiring. and, And I just want them to see it. I want them to see that nobody successful in life, really, truly, utterly successful, like success in the sense of, to me I don't I don't base success around money. Anybody can make fucking money. Money is just a tool, right? We need it. Yeah, absolutely. It's important. Absolutely. But at the end of the day, it's just a tool. It's not the it's 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 not the end all be all, you know? Um when you make it the end all be all, you end up not being happy. You know, I I've heard so many you hear that that run of the mill story. Of that person who had a corporate job, making six fucking figures, making a living, a good living with their corporate job, but they left it anyway because they weren't doing what they wanted to do. So to me, success is simple. It's just being able to make a living doing what you love to do whether that's fucking gardening, knitting, crocheting, podcasting, singing, success is doing what you love to do and making a living from it. Whatever that living is, 50000 a year, 60000 a year, that's a fucking living. You're contributing, you're able to contribute to your household and still live your life And you wake up every morning, fired the fuck up. Guess what? You're successful. There are business owners that I see around here, local business owners, who make a decent living from their hair product business. And you know what? I look up to them. They're not making millions of dollars. They're making enough to provide for their families. But you know what? They wake up every single day and they fucking do what they love. So they don't work. They do what they fucking love. That... Is success. That is what I want. That is all that I want. I don't care about Gucci brand name. This is this is a hand me down shirt that I'm wearing right now. My best friend gave it to me last year and it's one of my favorite shirts. I have jeans on from fucking Arrow Pastel that were half off. I know y'all make fun of how I say it, but I don't know how else to say it. Arrow past I don't know how to say it, but I have jeans on from fucking Arrow that are ten ten dollars they were half off i don't give a fuck about material shit it's no you know it's nice to indulge every once in a while whatever but i look good in fucking marshall's clothes you know what i'm saying like i buy my favorite t-shirt it was five seven dollars at marshall's you know i don't base my fucking life around the almighty dollar and that's not what i'm basing this around i want to be successful success is different I want to wake up every single day, fire the fuck up, doing what I love, and making a living from it. That is the definition of success. And I think my parents and I think society has a different overall, you know, um, uh, definition of success and, and a lot of society look at, well, as long as you're making six figures, oh, you're successful. No, if you're making six figures, but you're waking up every single day hating your fucking life, that's not success to me. You're not successful. Anybody could, I could go to fucking Wall Street right now if I really wanted to. Going back to what I said before. If I really put my fucking mind to it, I could get all those certifications and become, you know, one of those people on Wall Street that, that make six figures a year. Easily I could do it. I have the charisma to do it. I have the intelligence to do it. I could fucking do it in a heartbeat. I don't. You know why? It doesn't fucking interest me. It does nothing for me. It doesn't move me in life. It doesn't, fire my soul up it doesn't doesn't do anything for me and I'm that type of person where if it doesn't do anything for me and I feel it's you know what good is it adding into the world anyway I want nothing to do with it I don't give a fuck how much it pays I worked for I had a really good job even before I got my associate's degree I had a really good job and you guys, if you've been listening, know this. I had a really good job making 30 something dollars an hour for, with just a high school diploma, which is unheard of, especially in New York, making 30 something dollars an hour at the electric company, making very good money. I was miserable. I woke up and literally had to pl- like, pl- pry myself out of bed because I hated my fucking life just from that job alone I hated my life and anybody who was in my life at that moment or or whatever and knew me at that time knew I hated my fucking life I dreaded going to that job the money wasn't worth it to me because I'm not money driven I'm inspiration driven I'm driven by fucking uh by being inspired by something you know and this shit inspires me jane's story suzanne's story fucking even um even even tayden's story it, it, it's inspired they these are all people who are speaking their truth tayden fucking goes and he follows the ghosts and he you know fucking he's trying to he's searching for truth his own truth and to me that's fucking inspiring and it's fun and he loves it and you can tell he's fired up about it you'll see on Friday when that episode drops you can tell he's fucking fired up about it and that that's what he loves to do and I'm sure if he could he would homeboy wrote a fucking book he took his knowledge and he wrote a book about what interested him what fires him up You know, history and ghosts. Fire him up. So he wrote a book about it. He took matters into his own hand. To me, that's success. It doesn't fucking matter. You know, fucking Ryan Casada. Every single person that I've spoken to, Mama Jill Wallace, took their gifts and their uh, abilities and created something created something bigger than themselves, something they didn't even realize was bigger than themselves. That's what the fuck I'm doing. That's what fires me the fuck up. You know, Complicated Courage Blog is a blog that, that inspires people based off of fucking um, uh, 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 sexual abuse and incest, taking, taking a shitty situation and turning it into something. Whatever it is, that is fucking success. That is what I'm striving for, and I'm on the road to it. And I could see the bridge, you know. At least that's how I, I feel. I'm on the I'm on the precipice of something, and I feel that within my bones. I f- I just fucking feel it. And sometimes there are days that I feel like, why don't? people see me for who i am why don't people see me for the gifts that i'm trying to offer right why don't more people see that in me but then then i gotta take a step back and realize wait a second i'm grateful for the people who already do i'm grateful for the moves that i'm already making there are people that have come out of the woodwork who didn't need to come out of the fucking woodwork that didn't know me from adam but saw something in me and they were like hey I want to help you organize. I want to help you with show notes. I want to help you build a website so you can sell merchandise. And I want to design the shit. And you don't have to give me anything, which, by the way, Lisa, I'm giving you profits. But anyway, I'm giving you a percentage. But, um, I mean, we've already spoken to this. But, like, there are people who believe in me in that way. So much so that they're riding for, like, fucking Danny sent me a box of pop sockets and keychains that say Tori's Tribe on it for giveaways. Paid for it herself amongst all the shit that she's already done for me. Venmoing me $20 for, like, hey, here's $20 for lunch. Go get yourself some lunch, dude. Like, relax. Fucking being a patron on Patreon, there are fucking people who don't know me from Adam that see that. Enough. Enough. You know? I was watching a video. That I'm fired up now. I was watching a video last night. It came on my like on YouTube and it came on my, my feed and it was just recommended like what I would do if I were broke. And this is a woman, a, a girl, who seems like she's about my age, who's built her social media business to six figures, seven figures. And so now she makes videos giving advice. So this video in particular was what I would do if I went broke tomorrow what I would do to get back to square hundred where I'm at right now, whatever. Right. And one of the things that she said was when she started her business, when she started doubling down on what she wanted to do and what she's doing right now, she started with nothing. Home girl got herself a part-time job at Starbucks just to make 500, $600 a month to sustain herself and have the bare necessities to be able to then double down on her business, right? And then I thought about it and I'm like, holy shit, I have patrons on Patreon that are subscribed to me monthly, that pay me because they believe in me, you know, that are basically, y'all are paying, if you're a patron on Patreon, paying my salary and... I'm able to at least have some sort of income from this amongst other things, brand deals, promotional products that, that, you know, like I am not struggling just because people on the outside look at me and, and, and think I'm not where I should be. They have that opinion that I, I'm not where I should be. Well, in the grand scheme of thing on my road, I'm exactly where I need to fucking be. You know, I am right here. That's it. And that's all I need to be is right here in this moment, right now, in front of this camera, talking into this microphone. I am exactly where I need to be. Just because my mother's road included her pregnant at 31 with her second child and her second marriage in a house that she was living in doesn't mean that that's what what my road needs to entail you know, and really no shade to my mother. But you weren't happy in that marriage. And by the time you got pregnant with me, before you got pregnant with me, you realized you didn't even want to be in that marriage. And you only stayed in that marriage for the, the seven years that followed because you had me. So that's not, that's not, what i want to live by i want to live by my truth i want to have and i deserve and we all deserve to have everything that we fucking want and set out to have in life period if you want a blonde hair blue-eyed man or woman that has double d boobs and a fucking bubble butt and you want them to fucking just love you in a certain whatever it is don't fucking settle for it. So when my mother told her therapist that, and I got upset, I had to take a step back and think to myself, well, literally what you're telling your therapist is at 31, you had just settled for the life that everybody thinks that, thought that you should have and you weren't happy in that life and that's why you're divorced now from that marriage. And, you know, so that's not a great example And so if I'm trying to break that generational curse of just settling, just settling because it's good enough. You know, my grandmother, my naughty, my mother's mother just settled, just settled, love her to death, but she settled. She wanted, she had a dream of becoming a nurse, didn't because she took care of children, which okay, she lived for them and those were, that was her joy and stuff like that, but she was in an abusive marriage that she, Absolutely could have gotten herself better. But my grandmother settled. And so by the time she was 78, she was so used to living for everybody else and living for my grandfather and living for her children and then her grandchildren. And while she said it brought her joy and and we did bring her joy and I'd loved I know we did. We filled her heart. She didn't live for her. So by the time she was 78 fucking years old and she was diagnosed with stage three colorectal cancer. She had no fight in her anymore because all she knew was struggle. And so in her brain, what am I gonna fight to struggle for? I'm done. So at seventy-eight years old, she let it take her. Six weeks. She was diagnosed with with the cola well, she had beat it twenty years prior. 20 years later she was diagnosed again came back six weeks later she was dead and I truly believe in my heart of hearts I really truly believe this the only reason why she passed away is because she did not want to fight anymore but had she had something for her a purpose for herself she would have fought I know for a fact we only stopped fighting when we feel we have nothing to fight for. That goes for life, death, business, marriage. If you're in a marriage and you feel as though your marriage has it's been depleted of all the joy and happiness that, that it could have ever provided for you. And you're at a road where you have a choice to fight for that marriage or walk away. You're going to fucking walk away from it. You're going to walk away. This is Brittany now. Bay. Hello, Victoria. Hello, Brittany. Did
1: you forget my name?
0: No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't forget your name. You're hooked up to my uh you're hooked up to my mixer right now. Because mm-hmm. the because the girl, I'm, like, filming with podcast, so I, I, hooked, I hooked it up. Oh, right now? Yeah, like, you're literally going to be in this podcast, whether you like it or not.
1: Who are you doing it with, or are you just by yourself?
0: I'm doing it by myself, but now I'm doing it with Brittany. Hey. <laughs>
1: hey. Hi. Oh, Brittany hi. Hi,
0: and, and Tatiana. Brittany and Tatiana. <laughs> um, right. All right, I, ca- I could call you back. All right, you want to call me back? Not really, but it's fine. That's not nice. Yeah. Uh, how about this? I'm almost done. I've gone on a very, very long rant. It's been about 57 minutes. So, yeah, I'm almost What's that done. What's um, Basically, everything you and I talked about yesterday. All right. Right. Like everything? Mm, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, everything.
1: Good, all right. Yeah, yeah everything. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I did a lot of Christmas shopping, in case you were wondering.
0: I was absolutely, like, honestly, so wondering.
1: That's why I called you, because I figured you were, like, you know, I left you on, like, a little bit of a cliffhanger, so I'm like, let her
0: know. No, seriously, I was on the edge of my, the suspense. Ooh, the suspense was killing me.
1: I might go back tomorrow and Thursday, to be honest. You might. Yeah, because my pass, my savings pass, expires. On October 31st and Friday, if my family are coming over and Saturday, I'm not going shopping on Halloween um, and that leaves tomorrow and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Because you can only use it on one item once a day in that store.
0: No way.
1: I know I don't I did this last year too. I bought it and I didn't use it until the last week of October. And it like the sales are incredible. I just bought my aunt a fluffy sweater from Abercrombie, twenty dollars. <laughs> I got my uncle a sweater from Eddie Bauer, fifteen.
0: Wow! You're... I
1: even got the girls' clothes from Abercrombie for Christmas.
0: My nieces. Yeah. Aw, you're you're the best. You okay? I
1: know. <laughs> oh. Somehow Tatiana got clothes. I don't know how. I got
0: two pairs of jeans, girl. When and you... I got
1: myself a coffee.
0: Good for you. I can tell. cause I led... know, but now I'm going to have to poop. <laughs> you know we're still recording, right? <laughs> Whatever. I poop, okay? It's normal to poop. People poop. People poop. That's Women
1: poop. Whatever woman says they don't poop, they're they're liars, okay? And you cannot trust them
0: right no that's true you can't trust women who say they don't poop yeah i poop i'm very open about my, but you're not a girl i'm very open about <laughs> my <poop>. <laughs> <laughs> you just kind of slipped by there huh <laughs> S-
1: slip that right I'm in i bother me i poop with the door open quite often i know yeah
0: right i'm i'm very aware yeah yeah
1: so if you would like to come on tomorrow or thursday to the outlet i mean it would be nice because i could go in and then i could send you in (laughs) and that way i could get double the things that i need
0: is that the only reason why you're inviting me kind of. Yeah, cuz I couldn't do it with Tatiana. <laughs> I feel I, I feel really used right now. I know. All right. Are you going back tomorrow or thir- Thursday? I can't.
1: I was I kind of wanted to go back twice. Well, if I go with you then I I only need to go once. But if I don't go with you then I need to go back both days.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: But, like, I was good, right, Tatiana? I was good today. I was on a mission. I was in and out.
0: You were. Uh-huh.
1: Tell me I wasn't, Tatiana. Yeah, we were. We went into polo. At, oh, polo. Okay, I don't know if you know anybody who likes polo. Uh-huh. But I just got my uncle two sweaters from polo. Not polo assassin. Polo Ralph Lauren for... $24 two sweaters
0: get out of town
1: I know I know wow so I'm just letting you know thank you no problem <laughs> any day
0: any, time. <laughs> any day anytime I'm proud of you though that you didn't take several hours
1: I know I went into Aber- first polo then Abercrombie then Eddie Bauer. I tried Tommy Hill figure, but they were closed. Where else do we
0: go? Okay. Starbucks. Wow. I'm not editing any of this, by the way. <laughs> it's all going in. <laughs> all going in.
1: Well, I'm just letting you know. Uh huh. And Abercrombie, the sales are phenomenal. Thank you. They are. I I know you don't shop like I do for Christmas, but they're very good. I
0: want to go back for a sweater for Krista for tomorrow. (laughs) All right. Maybe I am editing this out. (laughs) (laughs) Because people are going to be like, who's Krista? Like, why why is she just (laughs) rambling about random people?
1: It's not random. It's maybe random to them, but it's not random to us.
0: Right, right. I know it's not random, right? What'd you say? Right.
1: I gotta hit up Tommy first, though, because Tommy, I, I see closes very early, very early.
0: Very and, like, early. I don't
1: understand why they close so early, but they do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, bro, you close at seven. Why is your doors locked at six thirty?
0: This is ve- this is a very. Ins- I'm glad I answered. This is a very insightful conversation.
1: It really. Anybody who wants to shop and get nice things on a budget to make it look like, I should start a podcast about that because I am very thrifty. I mean, I am cheap sometimes, but when I...
0: (laughs) They call it... When it comes to shopping for Christmas, I, I feel
1: like I buy really nice gifts, but like on a budget.
0: You're balling on a budget.
1: Like, I feel like I get really... I give really nice
0: gifts. You should call the podcast "Ballin' on a Budget." Yes. Perfect.
1: Britney's Ew. budget skills, or something.
0: Britney ballin' on a budget. Budget. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. No, not budget. <laughs> that sounds like a that's.
1: Budgeting a, with Brit. What? Budgeting with
0: Brit. Budgeting with Brit?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Budgeting with Brit.
1: You know, I'm really liking this. I really should try and do something oh with that because I literally never buy anything without a coupon.
0: I know. Brittany, Brittany saved... I'm talking to the camera, by the way. Brittany saved me the other night when I bought my jacket. What, you have a 25% coupon? Right, and it cut, like, it cut a really good, uh, the jacket started at, like, $36, Mm -hmm. and it ended up being, like, $26, it took, like, $10 off. Yeah, yeah. It it was, it was wonderful. I
1: know.
0: I was, I was happy with, with that budget. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm home, so I'll go. Oh, all right, all right, so now you don't need (laughs) me. Yeah, on the phone. Okay, cool. Wow, that was... That's really nice. You're just like my nieces. They've been calling me off the hook all day today, and then I yeah. called them to record the conversation because I thought it was funny, and Ari goes, why are you calling me? I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> You've been calling me off the hook all day, and now you're busy, you don't want to talk to me. I'm, I'm yeah. done, I'm done with you people. Just done. <laughs>
1: Alright,
0: goodbye. Wow. <laughs> Not you, Tatiana, just, just Brittany and Ariana. I'm going to text Ariana and let her know what you're She can't you're read, so good about her. good luck. She she can't. <laughs> she, <laughs> I'm going to send her a voice note. <laughs> you're going to send her a voice note. I, um, also, I, I, gave, read, so. I gave them Tatiana's email address and your oh, number. Have I haven't
1: uh-huh. gotten anything yet. And my
0: phone number? And your phone number,
1: yeah. Okay. All right, I haven't gotten anything. Yeah, either. I haven't gotten
0: Maybe either. they took away their iPad. To be quite honest, I don't think they know what to do. I said, okay. <laughs> I said, I said, baby, I'm sending you Tatiana's email address and Brittany's number. Show mommy so that she can put it in. Okay, okay. And then she called, t- Sophia called me and she goes, I'm like, where is everybody? Because you know how when they call or you talk to them, there's like, so much going on. You hear the dogs barking. Lucas is crying in the yeah. background. Uh, Ariana's yeah. climbing on the walls. So <laughs> so it was really quiet. And I'm like, Sophie, where are you? Like, where is everybody? And she's like, I came downstairs. I needed peace and quiet.
1: Oh, my God.
0: I'm like, all right, Sarah, I'm done. So anyway, thanks.
1: She's too stinking cute.
0: Yeah, she, they're adorable.
1: She's so. my spirit animal.
0: She, Yeah, I, I see it. I see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's like me in in child form.
0: Absolutely. I definitely. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, I gotta. I really gotta go. All
0: right. All right. I'm sorry I called. I Yeah. All right. I'll talk. You to, should be. I'll text you when I'm done. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Bye. Goodbye. Bye 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 bye.
0: bye, bye. See you later. Bye 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 bye. bye, 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 bye. Anyway, I, I don't, I don't think I'm editing that. I think that's just going to be what it is, and you could fast forward that ten minutes of the podcast or what. But I don't remember the tangent I was on, um, but the moral is success is success equals happiness. It doesn't equal money, and we are very tainted and jaded in life. When it comes to our ideas of success, um, the minute, you know, I read this book, it's, you know, and I keep referencing it because it was just, it spoke to me, you know. Um, and in the book, it says basically, I'm paraphrasing, but it says, um, I'll link the book below, but in the book, it says basically that, you know, we're looked at as reckless. If we go for our dreams, In the beginning, we're always looked at as reckless and irresponsible when we're not making money. But the minute you turn that action, whatever it is you're doing, like a podcast right now, people are looking at me because I'm not making, uh, I can't buy a house from this shit yet. People look at me like I'm irresponsible and I'm 31 going nowhere in life. You know what I mean? But the minute I make a livable wage, the minute I'm making enough money to provide for myself and a potential family then the whole attitude shifts it's like that that amount of money is is the deciding factor for people and to me success is just waking up every single day and doing what makes you happy and making ends meet any way that you can as long as you're doing what makes you happy you know uh and there are so many examples of that in, in life, so many that I've come across, and that's what fires me up, and that's what keeps me going, and that's why I'm never going to go away. I'm going to be like a fucking pimple on the ass of your life that is your life. I will be that recurring itch you can't scratch, you know? Uh, no matter how many people think I'm this way or that way, I don't give a fuck and that's the conclusion that is what I've come to realize in the last 24 hours so there's that um anyway thank you for listening to my fucking rant and for listening to Brittany rant about nothing really um the secret word is hope hope that's the secret word if you've listened up to this point comment the secret word dm it to me on instagram any social media platform that you have me on hope uh because there's a lot of that so i love you guys very much i appreciate each and every one of you and uh and i'll see you i'll see you in the next one peace out everybody